Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everybody. This is Dr. Real, and we're going to talk about self-care. And you probably have heard quite a bit, you know, over over time about self-care. If you've been in therapy, you probably have heard about self-care. But a lot of people really don't understand what self-care is or why it's important. And sometimes when we think about really taking care of ourselves, so we're, you know, being very kind to ourselves, we're um, showing ourselves a lot of attention, Sometimes people seem to think that is is being narcissistic, and that's not being narcissistic at all. Um, being narcissistic, that that's a severe personality disorder where people are, um, you know, they're not concerned about other people's feelings or other people's needs. So taking care of yourself is a very healthy necessary thing and especially if you are in a position where you do a lot of things for other people or if you're involved in you know community work or volunteer work even with ACB because you're working with and around a lot of people and it can take a lot out of you um, just, you know, the constant demands and the constant discussion and disagreements and uh, different things that you encounter when you are working around a lot of other people or with a lot of other people. And for those of you who are caregivers, you know, whether you're taking care of young children or um, older people or, you know, whoever, um, caregiving is an exhausting sometimes task and it can be emotionally depleting as well. So it's really important for you to take care of yourself. One interesting thing that people often don't realize, you know, when, when people tend to go on vacation or when they have big family gatherings or when they go on conventions, go to conventions, a lot of times people come back sick and they blame the fact that, you know, other people are sick or they picked up something in the hotel or while traveling or whatever. That may be true, but the main reason that that happens is because we don't take care of ourselves during this time. We don't make sure, for example, that we're getting enough rest we might tend to be around uh, more alcohol or drink more alcohol than typically. Um, we might drink, eat, you know, heavier foods, lots of sugars and starch and carbohydrates. We might even forget to take our medications regularly or our vitamins regularly. And we often don't spend very much time, if any, you know, to ourselves, really, really focused on, Dory, stop. Come on. No. We don't really focus 
much time on ourselves, taking care of ourselves. So what happens then is the immunity drops, your your immunity lowers. And if you do come in contact with a cold or a COVID or, you know, whatever, you're more likely to get it than you typically would. So that's, that's one of the things that is important to remember. And that's pretty common. Most of the time when people travel or, you know, go to a convention or whatever, they come back not feeling very well. And that's often the reason. And a lot of people are like really curious. You know, I never get or I never get back. Every time I go to the convention, I do you know, stuff like that. So what is self-care? Well, self-care is basically um, paying attention to yourself and making sure that your needs are met and that you're spending some time with each of the different aspects of your life. And and you, you want to make a point to do this each day. And sometimes it can involve a long period of time, or sometimes it can involve just kind of checking in with yourself to be sure that you're doing okay. And it's important to take care of yourself because one thing, like we talked about, your immunity will drop if you're you're not doing that. Um your stress level will rise if you don't take care of yourself. And um, you will find that you feel better about yourself and that you'll be able to deal more effectively with problem solving and, you know, re uh, handling your emotions, things like that. It also will rejuvenate you for the things that you need to do. Um, if, if we talked earlier about taking care of other people or being involved in your community or your groups or whatever it is that you do, um, taking a, even even a few minutes out of each day to take care of yourself will kind of rejuvenate you for doing the things that you need and want to do. It also is a way to grow. You know, when you look at yourself and the things that are important to you and, and what you need and figure out how to get those needs met, that will help you grow and develop as a person instead of um, just, you know, staying the way you, you are and you've always been. <laughs> and so you know, growth is, is an ongoing thing we we never really stop growing and um in from the psychological uh standpoint so there's five different aspects of your life that you want to really focus on the first is physical and sexual and and so our physical and our sexual health are very important um your physical involves making sure that you, you're well, that you are attending to your medical needs, you know, you're taking your vitamins, different things like that, and that you're getting physical exercise, um, eating nutritional foods, not overindulging in a lot of 
you know, unhealthy substances, things like that. And, and of course, your sexual is making sure that your sexual needs are met in some way and that you're not being abused or uh, used or something, you know, harmed sexually. So that's an important aspect. And it's one that we don't often talk about or even think about. You know, when you go to a doctor, they may check your blood pressure and they may check your weight and different things like that. But they rarely ever talk about any sexual needs or, you know, um, problems or anything like that. And most people are pretty reluctant to bring that up. But it's really important. I mean, that that's part of your, you know, being a, a human, um, well, a living being. One of the next aspects is socioeconomics. And the socio part involves, you know, your social life. Do you have friends? Do you have friends who are supportive of you? Do you have family that you can talk to? Are you engaged in activities that are fun and meaningful and relaxing? You know, things like that. So we want to look at that and and see if there are gaps or if maybe we need to make changes um, in some of our social aspects. And then, of course, the economics is the financial issue. Um, are your bills being met? You know, do you have uh, any money to do anything extra? And how can you how can you make that happen if possible? Now, all of these things are not going to be perfectly met, and all of these things are, you know, not necessarily going to. I mean, you may have some real issues with finances or the social aspects or even the sexual aspects. So all of these things are not going to be perfectly met all the time throughout your life, but it's really important to think about them so that you can look at what your life is and is there anything that you can do to make changes or increase, you know, your social aspects or, um, form healthy relationships, things like that. The next um, area is intellectual education. And it doesn't mean that we know we all have to have the top intelligence, but it's really important to try to learn new things and to try to challenge your mind, you know, by reading or learning a new piece of technology or piece of music, things like that, so that you can keep improving your 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 learning field so that you can learn new things and kind of be stimulated intellectually. And the other part of that is having intelligent conversations with other people. So <laughs> excuse me. If you're able to do that and and have some intelligent conversations. It may also involve looking at some of the areas where you're kind of idle um, and not really engaged intellectually, um, spending hours reading social media, 
is kind of an idle, you know, not not real intelligent form. And so you might want to cut down some of that and spend more time reading or, you know, learning something new or um, things like that. The emotional part is in our emotions. How do we handle anxiety or anger or jealousy or insecurities? You know, what are we feeling? Um, are we having a lot of negative feelings that constantly bring us down or, um, you know, make us feel badly about ourselves or kind of push other people away? Um, and if so, you know, what what can maybe we do about that to change things into a little bit more positivity? Everything's not going to be all positive, positive, rosy, rosy all the time. That's just unrealistic. But if you know you can at least acknowledge your negative emotions and look at how they are impacting your life, that may be more helpful. And last but not least is spiritual, religious, and uh, spiritual and religious. You know those those things are important to everybody. I mean, you may not be religious, you may not have a specific religion, but being spiritually connected to nature or to and to some higher power, you know, to something bigger than just yourself, is really important, and that can be you know, a lot of different things for different people. There's no right or wrong way to be, but it's important to have some spiritual and and possibly religious connection and ideation. And yeah, you can look at, you know, what do I believe in? How how does that impact my life? And um how can I use that to make me a bigger, better person? So those are the five aspects, quickly, spiritual, intellectual, education, emotional, the socioeconomic, and the physical, sexual. So if you just take a few minutes, you know, each day and kind of review that, you can kind of see where, hmm, well, that's got a big gap, and you know there, there's a lot of needs in that area. And yeah, I'm doing really well with this area. You know, for example, when I was uh, in working full time and getting my doctoral degree, I realized that my social life really was taking a terrible, terrible beating because I didn't have time. You know, um, or I wasn't making time. And um, so I kind of had to back off of, of some of the work and some of the education just a little bit, not, you know, not horribly, but just a little bit, so that I could make some time for socialization. And my friends and family were very happy about that because, you know, I, I'd been so involved in work and, and the doctoral program that I really had neglected them um, so, you know, different different things and depending on what's going on in your life, you may realize that you're neglecting certain areas of your, your life, your five spheres, 
And so it's really important to, to figure out, okay, what is taking up all the time and where can I back off just a little bit so that I can incorporate, you know, something better for, for this this one that's being neglected. And if you don't really give yourself time to think about that each day, then it's really easy to do like I did and realize, you know, about a year later that, wow, I haven't gone out with any of my friends. I haven't really had dinner with mom. I haven't done anything socially. It's just been all work and and this doctoral program. So some ways of taking care of ourselves, and there are many of them, but nutrition, um, making sure that we're eating healthy foods instead of just quick snacks and fast carbohydrates and yeah, fast food and, and that type of thing most of the time to, to really focus on getting some of those vegetables and, and healthy foods in our diet and you know, eating more of them. Of course, drinking water is very important. A lot of times people get kind of hooked on the tea and the coffee and sodas and, you know, they kind of say, well, it's got water in it. Well, it does. <laughs> but it's also got other things in it. And and quite possibly that are taking the water that you just drank from, you know, the soda or the tea or the coffee. And they often act as diuretics. So you're getting rid of all the water that you did drink. And so we really need to focus on just drinking plain water. Relaxation is a big one. You know, finding ways that you can really relax and unwind and just just, just totally relax and, and be at peace with yourself and, you know, be aware of your yourself and your feelings without being involved in some TV or even a book. Reading can be relaxing and so can watching TV, but it can also be extremely stimulating. So when you think of relaxation, kind of separate that from reading and, and watching TV because it may be relaxing, but it may not be relaxing. And sometimes people can feel like they're relaxed, but they realize, you know, that their brain is going a thousand miles a minute and they're not relaxed at all. Um, but then, you know, reading can be self-care. Uh, socializing can certainly be self-care. Um, avoiding negativity, that's really important. Um, just be kind to yourself. You know, do little things that are important to you. Um, maybe take a bubble bath or use some different lotion or you know, something that just makes you feel a little bit pampered and like you care for yourself. <clears throat> be mindful of the way you talk to yourself really really hard and say some nasty things to ourselves and so you know and just be mindful of the way that you talk to yourself and 
make sure your self-criticism is constructive criticism, not negative, heart, hurtful criticism. Because sometimes we can be really cruel to ourselves. And, you know, if you kind of listen to what you say to yourself, it's like, wow, you know, shouldn't talk to myself quite so badly. Um, take responsibility for yourself and for your behavior. Um, you know, it, a lot of times we kind of look to other people to solve our problems or to take care of ourselves or, and, and they may, but they may not, or they may not be able to. So, you know, take responsibility for yourself and then take responsibility for your behavior. Sometimes it gets easy to say, well, I only do that because you make me. No, no, no. They don't make you do anything. We, we need to take responsibility for our behavior because when we do that, then we can work on changing our behavior or letting things go that really are not that important to become upset over or respond to. Um, keeping a journal or writing things out, that can be very helpful uh, because you can you can either talk about it on a recording or you can write it down and kind of look at, you know, what's going on? What happened that I responded like that? How was I really feeling when I when I shot back that email? How was I really feeling? Or um, how can maybe I have written that a little bit better or said that a little bit, you know, meaning what you actually meant to say versus just a bunch of words that maybe you didn't mean to you know, spout off quite that way. And now, granted, some of us are very well-spoken and, and very eloquent, and then some of us not so much. We have a little bit more difficulty with that. But, um, you know, just being aware and taking care of yourself can help you with that a little bit. Set your priorities. You know, if, if you're finding that you're just doing this and this and this and this and this and this, and you really don't have time, you know, maybe it's time to look at some things and say, what's really important here? And set your priorities and let some things go. Because we all can't do everything for all people all the time. And so you may have to just yeah, let some things go. It's okay to say, you know what, I, I can't continue this position. Or I can't uh, join another committee right now. And I don't know. Thank you for asking, but no. <laughs> um, declutter your, your house or your office or your living space. A lot of times we just have so much stuff and, you know, you, you really can't find anything. Everything's just everywhere. Um, so if we can work on decluttering, get rid of the things that you don't really need, um, that, can, that can be helpful. So what I would like to do is open this up for discussion and um, see... 
what some of you do to take care of yourself because sharing with other people could give them some inspiration or, you know, some ideas about things they could do. Do we have people who want to share? We don't have any hands right now. Yeah. <laughs> you just have a peaceful voice, <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do some of y'all do? Okay, we've got it raised hand. Okay. Uh, it's a phone number, um, area code 914. Uh, last three are 254. Oh, okay. My name is Rita. And um, what I'd like to find out is um, right now I'm taking cholesterol. They just put me on cholesterol medicine and on high blood pressure medicine. Does that mean that I'm not taking care of myself? No, not necessarily. I mean, there might be some things that you can do, you know, like making some healthy diet changes and, mm -hmm. um, yeah, working on relaxation. And that might lower your cholesterol or help lower your cholesterol. And it might help lower your blood pressure. Um, oh. But, no, I mean, a lot of times as we get older, you know, we just end up on these medications for various reasons. Oh. So, you know, be sure you take your medication, but then also find out some things that you can do to help lower your blood pressure or your cholesterol. Because a lot of okay. times making diet changes, uh, losing weight will, will help with that. Okay. Um, yeah. Janet Wright has her hand up. Hello, I'm a I'm a first timer. Welcome. And um I just wanted to say um I don't know if any if y'all know, but if you're a I iPhone user they just came up with a journal app for your iPhone so you can easily journal in it and they have you can do the reflection questions of the day and or you can just write your own journal whatever you want to write in it and one thing that I do to take care of myself is to pamper myself is when I go get my hair cut I have them wash it yeah, it's gonna uh, where I go. It it costs me ten dollars more to get it washed, but do I care? No, I'm doing something for me. So that's perfect. Yeah, and you know sometimes it just feels good to have them wash your hair. And, oh yeah, and nice massage. And, mm hmm. Absolutely. The iPhone journaling thing. What what is that? What is the name of it? It's called Journal. It came with Iowa 17.2. Okay. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. And Have welcome. a blessed night. 
Any other ideas about self-care? Let's see, we've got hands are going up now. Chris's hand is up. Whoops, no, wait a minute. There we go. I got in the wrong place. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um Pam Coffee's hand is up. Okay. Uh something I did for myself a couple of weeks ago was, and it's going to sound a little trite, but I went to a concert. And yeah, I do that when I can. Most of the time, I will link up with a friend who just happens to be going to that concert. Well, this time that didn't happen. So I took an Uber. It was just me and went to, uh, it happened, took place at a church that I have visited a couple of times, but I don't know my way around it. So it was an adventure. Fortunately, there were people, other people going in and I could ask them, how do I get to the sanctuary? And um, I managed to link up with one because you wind around and around and around and around, and then you go up a couple of flights of stairs. But anyway, got there. The concert was wonderful, and you just feel so much better after an experience like that. That's great, and I'm glad that you went by yourself, even though you typically have somebody to go with you. You know that? Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. can be extremely scary. Yes, and, it can. You know, it, and a lot can. of times we won't do things like that mm-hmm. because we don't want to to deal with it. But I'm glad that you said, "I you know what, I'm going." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they were doing a they were doing a piece of music that is rarely performed, and I thought, you know, how long? Yeah, you can listen to it on a recording, and that's fine, but. How many more years will it be before I get to hear it live again? Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what I did. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Um, let's see. Um, Beth has her hand up. Well, there's a lot of things I do for self-care, but I should do more. Um, I like to read a lot, and um, I do go out with friends. Mm-hmm. But um, it has to be at their, in a way, it has to be at their convenience because people in this little town, you know, sometimes little military outposts aren't that friendly. And um, 
but I will go to church and uh, different things like that. Um, or even talk on the phone. Uh, I mean, as far as social care, but uh, I go, I like to go have my hair cut and, and, uh, oh, I had a pedicure one time. Okay. Uh, but those are expensive. And even, you know, even if you go shopping and get yourself some new clothes, I think that's a form of self care. Yeah, it is. If you're not doing it all the time, then, you know, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love to go to Walmart. And, I have to be careful to <laughs> not spend too much money there. Yeah. You know, even just go get yourself a new shirt once in a while. Like, if you can't afford a oh, lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, or use some new you know. jeans or stuff. Sure. Yeah, or go to a movie. You can go to a movie. I know some people don't like to go to a movie alone, you know. But there's lots of times that I'll go to a movie and I'll see somebody that I know there. That's exactly right. Yeah, a lot of times. um, And that's one of the advantages of a small town because you're more likely to see people you know. Like, okay, like when that movie Oppenheimer was coming out. I really wanted to go see it, but sometimes people that can see don't think that we like movies. So when I showed up over there, I did see some of my friends from church, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, I didn't know you'd be here. And they're like, oh, Uh, yeah, we were going to come to the movie, but we didn't think that you would be interested in that. Why? Yeah, there you go. and and they says, well, because you can't really see it. And I said, why? You do guided meditations. What's wrong with you? You can see with your mind. <coughs> and they're like, oh yeah, I suppose you know that's true. <laughs> well, I didn't tell them in a mean way, you know. I just said, what? well, they didn't know, but now they do, and so. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll feel more like they could invite you to go play movies and things. Yeah. So absolutely. Well, it sounds like you have quite a few things that you enjoy and that you're doing. Yeah. Good. And then this other this other lady that reads for me sometime, uh, and she has a good voice for it. It's low, kind of like yours. And I said, you know. You could be a narrator. What's that? Oh, it's for talking books. I says, yeah, you could say, and it'll say read by Carol Brown, you know. <laughs> mm. And she'll be like, wow, they really do that? Yeah. And, uh, and so a lot of people don't like to listen to audio books. A lot of sighted people until they do listen to them. And then they're like, oh, man. And my aunt loves them. <laughs> hmm Okay, well, anybody yes. else? Um, Rita has her hand up again. Okay. Oh, yes. Um, what I do is I go walking with a um, volunteer. I go mm-hmm. once a week walking around my neighborhood, and that's what I do. But I have a question. How mm-hmm. does one uh, 
how does one take care of themselves in terms of mental? Like, how do you, how do you become nice to yourself? When I'm hard on myself, so I was wondering, how can I be nice to myself? When you hear yourself start talking to yourself in a mean way, just mm-hmm. stop. Or you can say the word stop, you know, mm-hmm. and then think of how you can say whatever you were saying in a nicer, more caring way. So, and, and you can also think about how would I really say that to somebody, a friend or a family member? Would I say that to them? And so if your answer is no, I wouldn't speak to somebody that, you know, else like that. Then figure out how you can say something nicer to yourself. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm nice to other people, but I'm not too nice to myself. Yeah. And so now you can, you're aware of that. And so now you can start working on being nicer to yourself and less critical and less, you know, judgmental. And just by thinking about how would I say that to somebody else and then say it to yourself. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, we have another. Um, I think um, it's 703-881. I believe your name is Debbie. You are right. Okay. Um, To the last person that just asked the question, um, you can also just say positive things to yourself like, oh, I cooked a good dinner tonight. Or, you know, I did a nice job cleaning up the room today. Or, you know. Mm -hmm. I was I was nice to my friend today, and she appreciated it. You know, just start saying more positive things about what you do. Uh, there you go. Mm-hmm. You know, when you take a walk each week, you can say, "I I took a walk. I I really felt well. I mean, I I did the, did that." Because your other alternative would be that you cannot take a walk, and so you know, give yourself credit for what you do. Um, Carla, Mary Hayes is up. Hello, how you doing? Doing better. Yeah, well, anyhow, I, yeah, I, I've been sick too. Uh, anyhow, I have some ideas, but then I have a question. Uh, one thing that I do is uh, I give myself Sundays off. Okay, Sunday's the Lord's Day. And Sunday, he's given us as a day of rest. And so on Sunday, I don't do housework. I don't do anything unpleasant. I go to church, which I love. I participate in what I call on ACB community. I call them the Jesus calls, you know, like ask the pastor and things like that, uh, because I find them very, very spiritually stimulating. And then I'll have, um, I'll order myself a pizza and have a glass of wine. And I was going to say, watch the Steelers, but they've been depressing lately. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, and it'll be gone pretty soon because football season will be over. 
and I don't even do that as much as I used to because I just listen to them on the radio because there's anybody around to watch them with. And so that, that's, that's been something that really gets me through my week, just that knowledge that I have that Sunday and that it's going to be that day. And at first I thought that wasn't going to work but because I said, how am I going to get all my work done? But I discovered that I could get more done in the six days if I took Sunday off than in the seven days if I didn't take it off because I was just tired and stuff like that. So, Well, it's good that you give yourself a day to rest. Yeah, you know, just just yes. do what you want to do. Right. And the other yeah. thing, though, the question I do have is one thing I was going through the hierarchy of things we were, you were talking about. But one thing I have to say is my intimacy needs are not being met. I live alone. I, um, you know, I teach and I'm, you know, I'm constantly, you know, giving to my students and doing for my students and doing for others. And everybody says volunteer, volunteer. Well, I do that. Um, but, you know, uh, my intimacy needs aren't being met. You know, other people have families and they do things with their families and they get hugs and, you know, I just, you know, it's just the same thing. Every day I come home to this empty kitchen table and eat my, my dinner alone. And and I hear a pretty solo on the radio and can't share it with anybody. And I've really tried. I've tried to invite people. I've tried to say, oh, let's do this or let's do that. I'll go over to church and we'll be having a, a, a luncheon like we had our Advent breakfast. And, you know, they were asking who could come over and help. And I, I showed up and as soon, I said, as soon as the wheels roll, I'll be over there and I'll, I'll go over and you just put me to work. And I went around. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And nobody needed me. Nobody seemed to want me to do things. And so I just stood around like a bump in the log and, um, and you know what? I tr- I'm friendly to others, and uh, you know I try to be nice, and I do for others. But it's just you know sometimes I just feel like, and I laughingly call myself a nun. I call myself Sister Mary Carla. I live this cloistered re- you know existence. I give to others. I stand and I watch the parade. I watch them get married. I watch them have children. I have some of their children. They become my grand students. And you know what I mean? It's like they all go away and I'm still standing on the sidelines no matter how hard I try. And I don't think I'm that bad a person. I really don't. I try to be nice to people. And yet my own intimacy needs are being met. And I work hard to see that other people's are. So I don't know what your advice might be. That could be a very difficult thing. And, you know, it does sound like... You've tried to connect with other people and and different things. Um, I don't know. Um, It seems like some people are just kind of, they're in the right place at the right time or something to form relationships. And then sometimes people um, have more difficulty with that. And that's what I was saying, you know, about these these five spheres. They're they're usually going to be at least one aspect of each of our lives where it just isn't what we would like it to be. And it sounds like, does anybody else have any suggestions about, you know, how did you form your relationships? 
how did you meet your partner? What did you do? Karen has her hand up. Mm-hmm. Karen. Yes. Yes. Um, I, okay. Well, I was listening to the last person. Um, what, what I would suggest, um, well, I don't have all the answers. That's number one. But, and I'm, <laughs> I live alone as I also live alone. But, um, you know, to get back to the original question, one way I've been, um, um, you know, caring for myself lately, I've been going to less Zoom meetings because some some days I was having back-to-back and it was like a little crazy. So now I am picking and choosing what I would like to do because I personally need some time to myself and I have other projects and things I want to do. Also, I, I, um, I would suggest that anyone to get on the Hadley list. Um, they have all types of um, conversations about topics, including how to um, be with people. And and I think one thing I read, listened to recently, they said, rather than just saying, um, you know, let me help, tell them how you can help. Tell them that you can roll the silverware in in napkins or or what you could do you know or separate something or do something because they they're not going to think of it um they, they're just give try to think really hard and don't let them place you in a corner you know um in this one um lecture i just read i think her name is um i have to look it up hannah something or other she wrote a book and she, they recently had a podcast with her. Do not let them park you somewhere off to the side so you're not in the way and not. If you need to be parked somewhere, be parked by the food because all of the people will be going to the food. So that's a good place to be. There, there's no simple um, answer. But if um, I think you said you're a church going person. Um, be, be active in the things in your church, in the organizations in your church. And, and um, you know, be kind to yourself and don't give up because it's, it's not easy. And, and, um, and, and just keep trying and find things that you enjoy doing by yourself, like reading or... Uh, crafts of some type or or anything i will most likely be alone on christmas day which i do find a little bit sad but that's okay what i'm going to do is get takeout food probably the night before because the restaurants are all closed on christmas day and i'm going to have myself a nice italian dinner and and i'm going to remember what it was like when i was a kid i would remember all the times that i went and spent with my family rather than just relaxing in my own home and and just just be you know you don't have to compare yourself to other people that's the most important thing don't compare mm-hmm. yourself to other people you know a lot of times and I used to make this mistake. I would see all these women who were married and they had children. And I didn't have children and I wasn't married. Now, I didn't care too much about the marriage part. 
But the kids part, now that was a big one because I always wanted kids. And, and, and I would compare myself to them. But then as I started listening to them, they weren't happy because of whatever reason, you know, each, each of us has our own thing. So try not to compare yourself because just because they're married or just because they've got children or just because they seem to have, you know, a lot of things to do or a lot of friends doesn't mean that they're necessarily happy. <laughs> Those are some great suggestions. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Anybody else have any ideas or thoughts or anything that you want to add? Chris has her hand. Mrs. Hand is up. Okay. You referred to it earlier, and, and I can't, I need to do better at this, but I know one of the things is, is the whole idea of exercise. Um, I live alone, too, and mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of activities I can do, uh, I, I live in a community, so you can do activities within the community, and I do some. But we have a gym next door that's very easy for me to get to. And I can't tell you, you know, how much better you feel, even if you just go sit on a, you know, ride a bike uh, for a half hour. And while you're in the gym, you know, uh, patients come in and out because they do physical therapy there and talking to the to the staff. Um, mm -hmm. there and so there's there's some social interaction as as well as the whole physical exercise thing and i i know some days i really have to push myself to do that it's like oh do i really feel like walking over <laughs> there and doing all that but when you do and, and i know acb has got you know exercise programs uh, in the community um i haven't gotten into that too much but I, I think the whole exercise thing, there, there's a lot to be said for that. Yes, there is. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the more you put yourself out there, even if you do things alone, like, you know, Pam was talking about and Beth was talking about, you know, they, they went to a movie and a concert and, and they linked up with people. They, they saw people they knew. Um. A lot of people don't have any real idea what blind people do or what we're capable of doing or what we're interested in doing. And if they don't ever see you out doing anything, they're going to assume that you don't do anything. <laughs> you know, um, if, if they don't see us out doing things by ourselves or whatever, they're just going to assume that all we do is stay in our little apartments and maybe we have some ACB friends or whatever, and maybe we work and, and yeah, we do our job, but they're not going to realize that, wow, they go to movies and, car and concerts and, and, you know, different things too, just like I do. And 
once they do realize that we do things, then they're going to be more interested in forming relationships with us. Because they don't want to get involved with you and, and oh, I'm going to have to take care of that person and, and we're not going to do anything. We're just going to sit at home because that's what they do. <laughs> so we really do have to put ourselves out there and kind of make ourselves be seen like this is what I do. This is what I'm interested in. That could be... You know, it's kind of a, a interesting thing. I mean, I'm more introverted. And so I don't have an easy time when even when I go to the dog park, because I don't really I don't I don't really know what to say. I, I don't really know how to what how to have conversation. I mean, my conversation with people is is having conversations with, with clients. Well, you know, they don't want to be interrogated about their lives or instructed about their lives or whatever. So I'm rather introverted and I'm perfectly happy to listen to them. But sometimes I do that a little bit too much and it's hard to for them to form relationships. So the extroverted person may have a little easier time because you can... You can talk to people and you can come up with things that you can say. So, you know, just put yourself out there to the best you can and do what you can. And and little by little, people will say, oh, they can do these things. Okay, you've got three hands up. Beth is on top. Okay. I was just going to say, or, you know, some people that live alone, I'm thinking of doing that again. Um, you could always get yourself a dog or a cat. Something to take care of for companionship. And, and it would also help you, too. I mean, they're not like human companions, but they're, they're pretty Ab- cool. Absolutely. Or, you know... They can also be a conversation starter because I guarantee you mm-hmm. people find it easier to walk up and talk to my dog <laughs> than they do me. Now, if I'm smart about it, what I'll do is, is is change the conversation from the dog to me. But at least they've come up and, and talked to me, you know, and it's easier to talk to a dog. So even if you just sit out on your porch with your dog... People may come up and say, oh, what a pretty dog. What's his name? Yada, yada, yada. Then you can start Mm -hmm. talking to them. (laughs) We're getting close to the end of the the hour. So we've got about five minutes. I didn't want to interrupt when somebody was talking. Um, Perfectly. Okay. Then we've got Debbie. Okay. Okay. I don't know how old people are on this call, but I'm fortunate enough to live in a county that has five centers where there's social activities for people that are 55 and older. Wow. And I can find something to do every day if I want to. And the directors of these centers are trained to get people involved and, you know, to get them to socialize with each other with different activities. And also I was going to say about the church, 
you know, I don't know if you've talked to, I don't know if, if you know, if, you're, if it's a minister or a priest or whatever, you know, talk to that person and tell them you want to get more involved and see if they can introduce you to some people. Great ideas. Karen M. has her hand up. Yes. Um, you know, speaking about the church, I know my church has prayer groups. So if if you go to a prayer group, you know what they're going to be doing, and you don't have to worry about coming up with a topic. But it's very possible that afterwards, you know, they might mingle or do something. And what the last lady just said, um, we have what, you know, we do have, they don't call them senior centers anymore. They call them older adult centers. And they always have things going on. And, um, and then you can look in your local community paper. And sometimes there are community meetings, like the community, I don't know what you have, like community um, civic association. Or sometimes there are women's groups that you could go to and um, they have committees and things like that. I believe, firmly believe that if you look around, that you will find some place where you will feel comfortable and be able to mingle with others. Well, thank you. And not only will you be able to mingle with others, but you're going to hear conversations about other things that are going on in the community, then you, you know, you can say, "Oh, okay, cool." Yeah, so, don't, don't don't be shy. Just get out there. We're about ready to pull the cord <laughs> for today. All right. Well, thank you. Well, thank you, everybody, and. Um, the topic for January 1st is going to be on, on making changes so we can continue some of these discussions and you can think about some things that you would like to change in the new year and how we can do that. Meeting New Year's Day? Yeah, Monday. Whoop. Monday, <laughs> I, I almost fell over. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's Monday, New Year's Day, yeah. 